Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. that you served another brother or sister or sought reconciliation. You knew there was an issue and you said, we need to talk about this, brother or sister. We need to talk about this. We need to deal with this. And going in listening, not just to berate, not just to tell the other person why they're wrong, but looking for reconciliation, endeavoring to maintain the unity of the spirit. When you face conflict in your life, what is your reaction? Do you want justification and to fight? Or do you want peace and reconciliation? God has given you the amazing ability to seek peace in conflict. Today, Pastor David reminds us to seek peace and unity, to rise above conflict and love those in our lives. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of Acts chapter 10, as he continues his message, New Citizenship. They sing, you are the line. Jesus, you are the line I'm drawing in the sand. We have drawn so many lines that are not him, that are not his, that actually dishonor him and offend him. We need to be warned that he says, whoever sows discord, he says it's an abomination to him. That if we're we're drawing lines that are not of him, it's destructive. He tells us to warn a divisive person once and twice and then remove them. But he also tells us we have to remove the ones who are persisting in sin. We have to deal with things. We have to draw the lines that he draws in the church and in ourselves. Let me not speak evil of a brother. Let me not ignore that line. Because so often that's what happens. I'm I'm so comfortable speaking evil because I won't deal with it in myself. I'm comfortable with these other things because I won't deal with it in myself. I'm judging others and not doing the law because I'm too busy judging the law to do it. Let him be the line that we draw. We were all his enemies. And he reconciled us to himself. So let's not take that lightly and persist in sin. Let's also be slow to judge and quick to seek to understand, quick to show grace, because we've been shown grace. That brings us to point number three. Our citizenship comes with responsibilities. Our new family identity, our new heritage comes with responsibilities. My family's from Denmark. In Denmark, like I used to have dual citizenship until my mom became a U.S. citizen and now I'm just a U.S. citizen. If I had claimed my Danish citizenship and moved back there, I would legally be obligated to serve in the Danish military for like a year, I think. My citizenship carries responsibilities. Most countries 
citizenship has some varied responsibility. You know, in our country still, I could be drafted. We have these different things, right? As we close this out, as we, as we drive this home and get ready to go into our week, let us consider what citizenship from Jesus carries, what responsibilities that carries for us. Because he says he's the king, and we're citizens, we're part of the family, but we have responsibilities as part of the family, as part of his kingdom. In Ephesians chapter 4, after talking to the church for three chapters, almost exclusively on this issue of the blessings that we receive, becoming part of the family, becoming citizens of God's kingdom, he says, therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness and long-suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. I know I'm belaboring this a little bit, but loving one another and pursuing peace is our responsibility. It's part of our citizenship. Now again, like the thing C.S. Lewis said, you know, the quote, we're not working for salvation. It's an expression of what he's already done in us. But we do need these reminders. He tells us we need these reminders. And let me say, I love that our church family is so good about this. You guys really love one another and serve one another often. But we have room to grow at the same time. If the last year, I mean, if the last political season has shown us anything, man, I, I, I'm here six days a week usually, five, six days a week. I'm around a lot of our church family. We love each other. We also can be really unkind to each other sometimes, judgmental to one another sometimes. On Facebook, there has been some nasty stuff sometimes, right? We need to be careful with this. We need to take the warnings seriously. He says that it is an expression of our relationship with him, that it, and that it affects our relationship with him, how we treat one another. It's really deeply intertwined with our identity as citizens of his kingdom. When was the last time that you served another brother or sister or sought reconciliation? You knew there was an issue, and you said, we need to talk about this, brother or sister. We need to talk about this. We need to deal with this. And going in listening, not just to berate, not just to tell the other person why they're wrong, but looking for reconciliation, endeavoring to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, with the humility, with all lowliness and gentleness, to recognize, maybe I'm wrong here a little bit. Maybe I don't see the whole thing right. It doesn't mean that the other person's 100% right, but it means have the lowliness and gentleness to recognize you probably also don't have it 100% right. And let me just say, this has been such a theme for us in this year, right? If, if crazy was the theme of 2020, 21 so far has been a theme of reconciliation for us. I've been in, I think, at least five conflict mediations where I was guilty in some of it or where I was helping other people deal with it or in the last month. We've only been in 2021 for five weeks, and I've had so far one a week of this. It's something God's doing in the church, and not just me. I mean, we, we've, this is something that I see God doing right now in our church family and in the global church, that judgment begins in the house of God, he says. He's dealing with us. Let him sift us. Let's walk worthy of the calling that we've received. He laid down every right 
to call us. He says part of that means washing one another's feet. That's the first responsibility. The second responsibility is, first, is in 1 Peter 2, 9. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, You are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a nation that is set apart, a light to the nations, a people for God's possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. For so many of us here, I know that has been our experience. I know a lot of us can look back on the day that he did that. I was in darkness, and he called me into his light. We've been transformed. And so he says, so we need to tell people, so that you may proclaim the goodness, the praises, the praiseworthiness of the one who called you. I've been so convicted about just my lack of, you know, day-to-day, outside of church, outside of where everybody's already expecting us to talk about Jesus, my lack of willingness to talk about him in, you know, publics and the gym. It's much more awkward and nervous and challenging. But that issue is not with him. It's with me. It's a lack of, it's not that he's not good enough. It's not that he's not worth it. It's that I'm distracted and my eyes are on other things. And so I'm I lose sight of how worthy he is and the fact that he's called me to tell people that he's worthy of this because they need to hear it. He says, how are they going to know if we don't tell them? You know, one of the things that Peter was saying here to Cornelius is he had appointed these specific ragamuffin, this little ragamuffin group of fishermen and tax collectors and freedom fighters and this messy little group. He said, he called us to tell everybody. (laughs) He's called us to tell everybody. He could have sent an angel to everybody, but that's not the way he has chosen to do this. He has said that he has appointed us to be the messengers of reconciliation. He's given you the word of reconciliation. So we have a responsibility as citizens of the kingdom to let people know that they can become citizens of the kingdom too, that they can have transformation. We can be changed. so glad you tuned in today for Pastor David Fountain's message in the Book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? Thanks for praying. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m., and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. We also offer Spanish translation at our services, and you can find out more on our website. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family online. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. 
Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. That's all we have time for today. Thank you for being part of this study in God's Word. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.